Listening to High TV, your place for cannabis news, insights, and information. If you're new to this podcast, you're a newbie. What's going on, newbie? Welcome to the show. Hope to see you soon. Just know when Monday morning comes and this podcast plays in your cars and your headphones, you will be the most informed person in cannabis your circle. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. ITV. Welcome back to another episode of Hot TV's Cannabis News Now. Now, of course, during the last few episodes, I haven't really delved deep into the news that's happening into cannabis because coronavirus has been at the forefront. I mean, we all are dealing with the effects of this coronavirus thing, and I thought that kind of took precedent over cannabis. But with this episode, of course, I didn't get to drop on Monday due to external reasons, corona. But I will be able to give you guys some cannabis updates that has been going around in the cannabis space and still cover corona as well. I think both are equally as important. And I think I think any podcast, whether it be financial, whether it be news, whether it be, you know, books or movies, they may be talking about the coronavirus and how it affects their love and their need. So that being said, let's start, man. It's been a long quarantine. A lot of us has been at home. Uh, away from work. A lot of us are at home away from school. A lot of us are now social distancing. A lot of us are, you know, at first maybe enjoying the break from the everyday norm that probably many of us are praying for, let's be honest with you. But a lot of us now that it's week two are now like, yo, how do unemployed people live this way? (laughs) Like, it's so boring. How do you just let time waste away? Because, you know, normally our eight to 10 hours of a day are spent either at work or school or whatever. And so now our days seem so much longer and we're so much more bored. That's why they're now recommending that people, you know, just go ahead and continue on in your routine. Like you wake up, you take a shower. If you exercise at the gym, go ahead and exercise at home. Have 30 minutes of activity. You know what I'm saying? And basically that way your mental stability will maintain throughout this quarantine. Because if you're just staying at home, laying down, watching Netflix, eating like 19 times a day because you have nothing else to do, right? I know a lot of you guys have ran through your snacks already, man. I know I'm already dwindled down. I got down a a whole bottle of peanut butter. But yeah, if you just go ahead and eating and sitting down and not really, you know, doing any activities, then depression can fall. And and that could even put worse strain on your immune system. So like I mentioned episodes before, you want to make sure you at least do something new try a new activity, you know, you now have a lot of more time on your hands. Maybe there's some passions you were interested in, but couldn't really dive in like you wanted to because of work or school or whatever. So what I'm recommending is you go out and learn something. You know what I'm saying? Like for right now, what I'm learning during this quarantine is how to trade stocks in foreign ex- foreign exchange. Reason why? Of course, I'm very interested in business, right? I'm co- of course, I have an interest in, uh, you know, the economics of the world and the different markets that exist and I dive deep and learn information, but now it's my chance to at least make that information tangible, right? So if I know the news that's going on, I can go ahead and trade based off what I know. And 
to trade on only information and news isn't the smartest thing. And I'm learning about, you know, uh, the patterns that you see in the stock market between the red and the green candles. I'm learning about the different indicators and how to use them and when to buy, what's a validation, what's a confirmation. And these things are important because, you know, you can have a work and a job that pays you well, but you could also be earning money for you on the side by investing in these stock markets and foreign exchange you can use to buy a home one day, you know, save up for a wedding you may have coming up or whatever financial investment you want to make for yourself and your family in the future. Uh, other things that you can do, which I'm also looking looking into now, is go to classcentral.com. Again, that's classcentral.com. Now, you might, might be asking, yo, what is Class Central? It's a place for you to have free online courses from the top universities in the U.S. and abroad. For instance, I look into the finance uh, subject that they were offering and they had a multitude of courses that were from Wharton School of Business, that were from Northwestern, that were from Yale. Another one's from Hong Kong Business School. I mean, the list goes on and on. So you can go ahead and use the time wisely and maybe you might not want to, you know, be on your quarantine, do some work, but I would highly suggest you learn something. All right. You add another weapon into your arsenal so that you can attack the world around you. You know, that may be aggressive, but I hope you understand the analogy I'm making. If you have all this time, you might as well strengthen the attributes that you may have because you never know what opportunities may come before you. And if you don't take the time out now to learn something new, maybe what you learn now can effectively have you make it over those obstacles and make best use of those opportunities. So again, the website is classcentral.com where you, I can take free online college courses from top universities, but I still have to figure out which one to choose. Like I'm going through bio uh, informatics, you know, that, that's kind of like the coding part of, you know, genomics and, and, and data science. And I'm thinking in my mind, if the healthcare industry is going through such a tizzy, you know what I'm saying? Such a hard time fulfilling, you know, this crisis, they're going to probably have a more need to, you know, improve their operations. And I think bioinformatics can be a way of doing that. It's just figuring out how, you know, the value of this free course, because with this free course, you're not getting a degree, you're getting a certification, which means that you can add it on your resume as things that you are aware of and that you know. So I'm debating between finance. I'm debating between bioinformatics. You know, I'm seeing these things that I'm interested in. I just got to figure it out. So hopefully you guys can figure out what you like was drawn to you. They also have marketing. They have social studies. They have uh, psychology. They have all type of subjects that you they see in college. They have it here in these free online courses. All right. But anyway. So back to quick hits, which probably won't be that quick because there's so much stuff that I didn't cover on since the last episode. I want to make sure I had some time, you know, in between these episodes so that the in the news wasn't so, you know, surface level. There were, you know, at least some opinions I could draw from them because more time has passed on. But anyway, let's continue. So apparently we're getting checks in the mail soon. Right. It started out by Trump and uh, the treasurer going on the podium and talking about giving Americans a potential of one thousand dollars. And then we're hearing that there's some beef between the Republicans and the Democrats as to how much money should be given. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the guy with the long neck that looks like Franklin, the turtle, <laughs> the guy that signed the hemp bill, cannabis guys out there. Uh, Mitch McConnell 
wanted wants to use most of the funds to help out businesses as opposed to helping out the people, right? And his whole thing is the businesses hire people and therefore they should have more precedence on who gets the funds. But you're forgetting that it's the people that pay the bills. It's the people that have the money allowed for the economy to keep spending. So you can fall on either side of the fence here. It's just interesting to see how quickly America went from saying socialism is evil. It's like communism. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Bernie Sanders is a communist, right? This Andrew Yang guy is smoking something. How can you give Americans a thousand dollars a month? Well, look, it's exactly what the American public is doing right now. They're giving them a thousand dollars. It's so funny how just a few weeks ago, socialism was the worst thing ever. And now that we've had now that we're in a crisis, socialism seems to be a bit more OK. Right. That you can give America's all Americans, even Bill Gates, they're saying and people who are, are, are uh, wealthy are getting the same thousand dollars in the mail, which I don't think it makes sense. If you're earning if your taxes are above a certain bracket, I don't think you should be getting the thousand dollars in the mail mail, you know, simply because you don't need it that much, right? A thousand dollars to a person who's earning, you know, let's say 10,000 to $20,000 a year, not making anything really, they're going to need a thousand dollars much more because that's so much more of their yearly, it's 10% of their income if they're making $10,000, you know what I'm saying? A year. So that being said, how do you feel about the thousand dollars a month? What are you going to do with your thousand dollars a month? You know what I'm saying? I mean, apparently they're saying that now that they've had more talks around and it's kind of progressing in the Senate that it's going to be $3,000 a household max, right? So if you have three people in the house, they're all going to get $1,000 checks, but they can get a max of 3000 So it's interesting to see what effect this may have on the market. But to be honest with you, based on the past economic crisis, for those of you that are aware of the 2009 housing crisis, what happened is the uh, the government gave Americans credit in order to, you know, no, they gave the Americans money, but it wasn't the same money they're doing now. It was a different way. I believe it was some type of credit. And instead of using the credit to, you know, pay the things they thought they would want them to pay for, people used it to pay off the credit that they were taking off because they had to pay their bills. So people had rent coming up, people had these bills coming up, so they took out credit cards or used their credit to pay for these bills. So when the money came in, you know, through their tax return or whatever it was, they used that money to pay off their debt. So now that money didn't get circulated back into the market. The money just went right back into paying debt collectors. And that's not really boosting the overall economic liquidity that we're looking for. So, I mean, it's going to help. How much is going to help? I don't know. But giving a thousand dollars to every single American, I don't think is the best plan, but give it to those who need it. You know, I'm hearing that these people who earn like five hundred thousand dollars a year say, I don't need a thousand dollars. I'm just going to donate it to people in need like the covid, you know, donations that exist now. Um, but yeah, man, what would I do with a thousand dollars if I got it? Chances are I'll probably half it at half it and half it off half save and half spend as in half i will save for whatever means a rainy day build a rainy day fund because this is the mother of all rainy day funds if this was a rainy day fund this coronavirus shit this is katrina you know what i'm saying like it's a super rainy day so that being said this this shows how important it is to have a rainy day fund you know what i'm saying save your money in case things like this occur so that you're covered for the next few months and that's something i'm gonna keep in the back of my mind for probably the rest of my life now that this coronavirus hit is that you have to have a deep deep uh safety net just in case these things occur but yeah i'm probably gonna save it now that i'm into trading maybe i use like 25 percent of it 25 to 40% of it, 
of what I no, that's wrong. I'm use 25 percent to uh, go ahead and trade because I'm learning trade. This gives me a chance to at least have some money that isn't you know income that I'm already budgeting for, and then you know see if I can flip it into something a bit larger. You know what I'm saying? If you get money, it makes no sense to just hoard money. You know you can save money of course, but it's also having money work for you while you're doing something else. Anyway, next on the docket, senators sold stocks right before Corona hit. I believe it was two or three senators. All right. So the story goes, uh, documents came into their office that mentioned what coronavirus is doing in China and what effects we're now seeing in Italy. It even gave them a time frame saying that America was two weeks behind on Italy's schedule of the corona where Italy, I believe, just shut down and China has been shut down for some weeks. So what these senators did was something I probably would have done. All right, I probably would have done the same thing if I was not in their place, but I had the same amount of news, you know, going forward. If I heard that this global crippling virus was incoming to the U.S., it's going to have a major effect on not only the health of our Americans and the well-beings, but also be a deterrent on our uh our U.S. stock exchange, bro, I'll do the same thing. He pulled out $1.7 million, allegedly, out the stock market. And the female in the story pulled out her money and put her money into things like Zoom and other services that will grow during the corona, during the corona hit. Now, here's the thing. When you hear this story, it's quick of... it. Well, we hear the story, you want to blame the senators for obviously breaking the SEC rule of not having insider trading, because that's a definition of insider trading. You got a document on your desk that was from your business, which is them being a U.S. senator, and you use that information to trade on the public stock market where the information you have is not public. So that's insider trading. But it's so quick for people to blame the senators when you can go ahead and be like, yo, these guys probably have their money in a hedge fund or they have their money with a financial broker. And maybe their financial broker went ahead and took the money out before any of this stuff happened. You know what I'm saying? Because a financial broker is only as valuable as how much money he saved and how much money he allegedly saved you from losing. So with that being said, maybe the blame isn't all on the senators, but I... That's just how the world works, right? I mean, there's people who, who took money out uh, right before 9-11, they were, they're saying how fishy that was. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did how did you guys know 9-11 was going to happen? You know, you know what I'm saying? But that's no here, no there, conspiracy theorists or not. But it looks like, listen, I'm not a senator, and it looks like they're going to face... Uh, listen, I'm not a senator, but if I was in their place or I had the same information, I would have put my money out too. Because this is a huge economic collapse and no one likes to lose money. You know what I'm saying? It, think about your, your grand... No, no. Think about your aunts and uncles who are probably in their 50s, 60s, and maybe even 70s who have to resort to pulling out their retirement because they're afraid of how much lower the market will go. Right? They've already lived through 9-11. They've lived through the 2008-2009 crisis. They saw how that money went down. Down, and they don't have much years to go on their retirement, so they're going to go ahead and take their money out now. So think about that. And if you're in the place where your money's in there, you don't want to lose money, so you take it out. But it looks like either way, they are senators, and they're going to go ahead and face face the crime. You know what I'm saying? They're going to face some Martha Stewart time in Orange is the New Black. You feel me? Because that's what that's what Martha did. Martha Stewart did. She had some insider trading. She got in trouble, and she went to jail for a little bit. So they're going to be out here making, you know, flip-flops out of duct tape, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and is enjoying nice little old orange jumpsuits for a year, but look, rich people jail isn't the same thing as prison, man, rich people jail, they have tennis courts, all right, they have TVs, 
You know what I'm saying? And depending on how much money you put into the system, you can run that jail and make it a nice little hotel stay. So I'm sure they'll be okay. Man, speaking of jail, Harvey Weinstein tests positive for Corona. And Takashi 69 wants out of jail due to his Corona risk. His lawyer alleges that this guy Takashi 69, aka Daniel Hernandez, has bronchi was has had bronchitis, currently has asthma, and is at a large risk for the coronavirus to have adverse effects on his life. So he wants out of jail now. Now I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. People want out of jail because they don't want to get sick. And if you think about it, the way the, we, the way we're all in social isolation now, the jail is the opposite. You know what I'm saying? You, you're probably six feet away in a cell, but either way, you're all breathing that nasty air out into the air. and You guys can catch it easily. You know, so prison is probably a Petri dish for viruses to persist. And that's why we're seeing, you know, people with less than a year get early sentencing or getting out early because they only have less a year on their sentencing. You know what I'm saying? It makes no sense to keep them there, keep them, keep their life in risk, just have them out. Therefore, they have less of a, less of a risk of the virus from spreading. But my question is, y'all, my question is, how the hell did Harvey Weinstein get coronavirus from in jail? I know I just mentioned that coronavirus, you know what I'm saying, is a petri dish in a jail. But that the thing is, it's like, there has to be some lag time between when prisoners get it and a general public get it, right? A general public is exposed to a lot more contagions than a prisoner is because a prisoner is in jail, locked out from the outside world. So <laughs> I wonder how Harvey got it. That nasty dude. Yo, he probably forced some woman to cough in his face on demand. He'd be like, cough in my face or else. <laughs> nasty mother. I'm not even going to curse, man. Mother puffer. Shout out to uh, Shorty on Instagram. I've got her name, Tyler Therapy. Mother Puffer is a, a catchphrase. Yo. <laughs> Yo, the fact that he had someone cough in his face on purpose is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? He probably is. Listen, he's doing anything he can to avoid those 20 years. Because, you know, he's sending for 20 years and it's probably the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? Just tell the guy he's going to jail for life. You know, I think he's already like 70-something years old, out of weight, unhealthy. He's not going to make it through, especially with now that he has coronavirus. And he, he probably he probably told his shady lawyer, like, yo, how about you buy a walker, right? Keep me out of jail, which failed. Kill up Epstein so they can't go ahead and rope me into his nastiness. And last but not least, ask his shady lawyer to find the nearest corona patient, drag him out their house, buy their shirt collar, throw bushels of pepper in their face until they sneeze. Like, like, how do you get somebody to sneeze on you on purpose so that you cast corona? How corrupt are you? And it's probably his lawyer is like, yeah, what could I do? What could I do to get, you know, that's how Harvey Weinstein sounds probably with his old fat, nasty ass. <laughs> how do I get out? here i mean 20 years is ridiculous is there any way i can catch that corona thing and it's lawyers like i mean you can but i mean they could let you out they're letting out people already well you know what go ahead and find me a corona patient right now that's absolutely ridiculous but you know what god bless god bless everybody who's in prison right now that's to deal with not only the coronavirus but has to deal with now finding out that cannabis is an essential business during this crisis Imagine if you're in jail right now for selling cannabis on a federal level, but you're hearing that cannabis shops are seen as essential, as essential as hospitals, as essentials as grocery stores, 
essential businesses that they cannot close down during a crisis. That is amazing, bro. Simply, simply amazing. So anyway, hospitals are running out of PPE, a.k.a. personal protective equipment. Now, the PPE, as you know, is used to protect them from getting the coronavirus and from any other spread of other contagions in the hospital. As you know, the hospital is high risk. All right. That's the place where everybody goes when they're sick. That's why you got to make sure you have a strong immune system before you go visit somebody in the hospital because you don't have a chance of catching things. Now, granted, the hospital is probably one of the cleanest places because they have to keep that place spick and span. That's why I don't smells like some cleaning products in the hallways but it was anytime i hear ppe i get ptsd all right listen when i worked for a private airport in miami you know all the celebrities and the rich people they're too fancy to take first class so they have a whole private jet yeah when i was working with the private jets in miami you know a, a, a while ago i had to put on ppe but it wasn't what the doctors and what the nurses have to put on for coronavirus i had to put ppe to drain the plane's toilet valve. Yes, these rich people would go on these private jets and use the latrine. And then our job was to not only help them with their bags, you know, greet, walk them to their door, park their cars, all these other services that these rich people would like from these private airlines. But we also had to go ahead and drain the valve. Now, of course, we all don't like to do it, but if you're new to the job, chances are you're doing that way more often than everybody else. So we had to go ahead and get a mask, to protect our face from getting shit on it. We have to get aprons. You know what I'm saying? If you want to wear long boots, you can wear boots. But chances are my size 13 and 14 feet won't fit into regular boots. You have to get long gloves, apron. I mean, it was disgusting. You know what I'm saying? You put the tube up into some valve. You pull a lever and all of that nastiness just drains into some type of uh, sanitizer that like either makes the place not smell as bad before you drain it into a, a sewage pit. It was terrible. So anytime I hear PPE, I'm disgusted about my days working at a private airlines. All right. It was cool driving around, you know what I'm saying? Some Lamborghinis and Teslas and driving these expensive cars. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what my life will be in the future. It was nice seeing these celebrities like Meek Mill and all these other cool people, you know, owners of NFL teams and celebrities. I'm like, oh, that was a plane I saw Kevin Hart on. You know what I'm saying? Hearing that Jay-Z is maybe coming and may not come. Hearing about stories about Drake and other celebrities on Mayweather walking through. That was awesome. But listen, PPE gives me PTSD. But in any fashion, in any, listen, I was so motivated to complete my classes and get my degree that I must have had the best grades I ever had in college when I was working at that place. Because when you're working at a spot where all you need is a high school diploma to work at a private airlines, you're like, yo, I got to do better with my life. I can never do this ever again. Yeah, it's cool doing this nice stuff, but I'd rather be the ones getting off the private airlines, all right? Having someone drain my private jet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, my, I must have had the best grades I ever had in college working there, I swear. So yeah, I graduated. I never worked there again. Like I, I told myself I would never do that shit again. Literally. Anyway, it was so bad at these hospitals that fake doctor TV shows like Grey's Anatomy and others had to donate their show props so that these healthcare professionals can be protected. The CDC now recommends that these workers use bandanas as masks, bandanas as masks due to low supply. So they, they recommend them use scarves and bandanas as masks. That's crazy. To think you spent all these years and money on on uh, medical school and now when Corona hits, you don't have any PPE available to keep you safe. You know what I'm saying? Like what you worked hard for can now get you sick. 
and limit and shorten your lifespan. Because I don't know if you guys heard, but if you get the coronavirus, your lungs will be damaged irreparably. That's the right word. But your lungs will be damaged for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Something similar to pneumonia, where if you get pneumonia, your lungs won't recover. So you will be forever at risk and have to protect yourself from potentially getting something like corona, right? It's something where, what, fluid fills up in the lungs due to the damage caused by the alveolis in a lower lung area. Um, it's caused by the coronavirus getting into a cell, causing the cells to uh, signal for your immune system to overreact. It hacks your immune system cells so they can't effectively do what they need to do. So now not only is your coronavirus, you know, taking over your cell, but it instructs the infected immunity cells to kill off all cells around, not knowing which is the corona, which is which. So they're saying, yo, I'm, I'm about to just light up everybody in this room. So I don't know who is corona, who is not a corona cell. So like they literally just got a gun, cover their eyes and spray the whole bottom of your lungs. And that's kind of how it works. And it's hard to recover from that because once that first layer is gone and now you have bacteria building up in your aveola, that's a bunch of mucus. That's the mucus that's going to harden. And now you're going to have pneumonia-like symptoms. So it's dangerous, man. It ain't no joke. Ain't no joke. But, yo, speaking about these doctors having to wear bandanas and masks, watch racist COVID patients get heart attacks when minority doctors walk into the room. Thinking the place got raided by Bloods and Crips. <laughs> like, yo, run that pa run that pacemaker, ma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> run that pacemaker and your purse. <laughs> yo, they're going to start getting flashbacks of that Law & Order SVU episode they watched that one time. I'm telling you, I hate how Law & Order SVU always portrays black people as gang members you know what i'm saying and so these people who don't know us or have never been around was going to assume when they see a minority that's exactly what they are what they saw in law and order svu but seriously seeing doctors in these bandanas and scarves is going to be pretty cool to me but probably scary for a few others anyway this shows you how the u.s is like a spoiled teenager right that has to that got sent to a third world country by their parents because they were acting too spoiled right and when they get to the third world country they don't know how to survive. They don't know how to maintain, right? A shortage, a sh how do I deal with the shortage of supplies? Guess what? People around, countries around the world with hospitals go through shortages all the time. The luxuries the U.S. has of abundance is probably going to lead to its downfall. I mean, imagine that spoiled teenager in a third world country. Like, where's the nearest Lululemon? These pants are itchy. <laughs> <laughs> like Lululemon, bitch, you in Ghana right now. Like, relax. <laughs> you in Zimbabwe, all right? Slow that down. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean the Starbucks is closed? Like, yo, Starbucks is closed for a while. Everywhere is closed for a while. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? They're shutting down the city to keep you safe and to keep the rest of the city safe. I hear people online and watching these statuses of people complaining about being on quarantine. Like, do you realize your life is being uh, lengthened through this quarantine process you feel me uh, people are people are crazy i mean granted there are people in europe who are electing to get the disease on purpose so that they can go ahead and faster develop a, a uh an antidote develop a vaccine right they're going to get the corona on purpose they're going to build their immunity and then they're going to go ahead and withdraw blood test the virus uh use i guess whatever materials they need from the sample to develop a vaccine and hopefully you know this is going to cause herd immunity over time no, no more people that get the disease the less people that's going to contract in the future and the less likability is going to spread some scientists are predicting that maybe just maybe corona may come back again next year around this time but the difference is it's not going to affect the global economy or the health of the globe the way it did now but continuing on to 
cannabis news. I've been going on for a while now, so I think I'm going to give you guys a break. And I'm going to come back. That was a, you know, general what's going on in the world right now news. And uh, a lot of you guys listen to the podcast for cannabis news. And probably around the world, too. You probably are corona out. You heard Corona way too much. You know what I'm saying? You're probably like that. Uh, <laughs> you're probably like a college kid on spring break in Cancun, Mexico. Like all you have to drink is Modelo and Corona. I'm done. Right? Find me some Heineken. Find me some Red Stripe. I drink a Budweiser if I need to. So I'm going to set you guys on break. No ads. I'll figure out what to do in the beginning. Maybe a skit or something. And we'll come back and talk about cannabis. All right. So hope you guys are staying safe. Take emergency. Eat lemons, oranges, ginger, cayenne, uh, uh, sea moss if you can, elderberry, did I say cayenne, <laughs> cinnamon, anything you can to boost your immune system, do it, all right? So catch you back with the cannabis news after the break. having a cannabis portion of this podcast, I decided to have some cannabis myself while I listen on to the first half of the podcast. That way I know if I need to add some things when I'm forgetting before I go ahead and press end on this recording. So with that being said, folks, hopefully you guys enjoyed the first half of the episode. That's generally what's happening in our world, right? And I kind of put a more jovial, less gloomy feel on it because we're all going through this at the same time we're all going through this melancholy that is the coronavirus we're all feeling down because we're in our homes and we can't go out we can't go see our friends uh from across the way we can't go ahead and travel and have the plans that we plan for even go through as planned so you're you're feeling this disappointment, you're feeling this boredom, you're feeling this impending doom, not knowing financially what may or may not happen to you. Not only you, but all the people you love as well. Now, I didn't mention this to go ahead and remind you of it. I just wanted to make sure you guys knew. If you're going to listen to the podcast, especially during downtime, it's going to try best to put a smile on your face. So make it so that you don't feel as doomed, right? It's still a... Uh, a higher feeling that you're feeling So that being said, let's get into the cannabis news It's not much funny here, I'm gonna see what I can pull out You know, but just make sure you keep positive During these times, because it's quick for us To take on the external uh, Feelings that may go around Around us globally now Or in the news, it reinforces how you may feel And sometimes you gotta realize Life is gonna go past the coronavirus And life will continue And you know, things will remain positive Right now they're not as good, but just know you have to know the darkness before you know the light. So even whatever you're feeling now is going to be nothing compared to how great you will be feeling in the future. Small more, stress less. Now, next, we have on the docket cannabis news. Cannabis news now is why you're here. 
is why you listened in. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. I should not have <laughs> took some gadgets before this. But anyway, New York shut down California. All right. Wow, New York shut down California. Pause. <laughs> All right, on a serious note, New York did shut down. And the reason why it shut down was people weren't taking it seriously. I've seen videos on the day it was mentioned that New York City was going to shut down its operations. And then you realize people were still out there on lines. You had people set up selling food. I mean, how are you making money as a food stand during coronavirus? If there's one place I'm not going during coronavirus is going to a food stand to buy a hot dog. All right. Come on now. And so they ordered it. I don't know how they're of how they're in what's the word i'm looking for how they're causing the rule to be followed how they're implementing the rule is the reaction which is very interesting to me you know a lot of people who are in media right now can't go to work because their tv shows take place in new york city right they have to go to this studio or this person has to take the train the train is still going on but it's probably a basis of where a lot of the coronavirus spread i mean new york city has what nineteen thousand cases of coronavirus i mean of course it is the most densely populated city in america so chances are there's anywhere for corona to spread it. it's new york city and uh of course i'm a new yorker i know how new yorkers are there's a video by casanova that literally was released yesterday or the day before where he says, man, F Corona. We ain't afraid of no Corona. We all test positives. Ha, ha, ha. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I mean, yeah, the cool, that's gangster that you don't, you're not afraid of a coronavirus, but it's like dumb because you could cut your life short because of it. And just today, Casanova's people had him release an apology because I guarantee you they're going to say you're a public figure. If you do this, a lot of other people can, and kids can follow your actions and they may get sick and the parents can blame you and this could be a lawsuit yeah 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 so with that being said listen folks stay inside i know it's hard as a new york city person to stay inside that's why i kind of have to peekaboo out the house a little bit sometimes just so i can make sure i can breathe air because that's kind of how you're built you're not really made to stay inside a small apartment in new york city but yet people have to figure out what they're going to do so maybe they're going ahead and facetime it more than they used to because you want to see a human face if you live alone uh, California had to shut down. They shortly followed San Francisco. All right. And San Francisco, as you knew, Ban was the first city in California to shut down and maintain a quarantine. And now the whole state is going through it. Now, that's 40 million Americans that have to go ahead and stay inside for a long period of time. And uh, the. The governor, is it the governor? The governor decided to say that, yo, maybe half of California could catch this coronavirus at the rate that it's going. and He's not going to risk it. So my thing is, it's really unprecedented, unprecedented times. But the good thing with cannabis is the fact that you have in both these places, cannabis seen as an essential business for the first time ever through legalization. We're getting confirmation from our politicians, which we're not really looking for it anyway, if we love cannabis, but it's nice to at least get a pat on the back. Like it's like, I told you so, or you feel good knowing that you were right in, in the long run where they're saying that cannabis is essential for these people who take it for medicine. And, uh, it, it it's a win for us as the cannabis community, and it's a big win for the cannabis industry. Now, something with that still has a stigma and people look down upon these cannabis users can go ahead and have an air of respect. Just as liquor store has to maintain open, so does the cannabis shops. 
we're seeing and we're seeing on par with liquor as opposed as a vice for individuals to take. Now, of course, some people may say legalization was that nod from the external societies. Yo, cannabis is a good thing and we shouldn't look down upon you. But it takes these instances scattered around his legalization or shortly after or shortly uh, after that. Uh, that is that maintains that, you know what, this isn't just an industry for drug users, this isn't an industry for hippies, this is something that's medicine for people, that saved many people's lives, that's a positive, a net positive in society, and some things that individuals, even if they're taking it recreationally, need to have access to, right, especially in times of stress. If you want to prevent civil unrest, you allow the public uh, you allow the uh, townspeople. I forgot what the saying goes. Some king was saying, if, if you want to prevent civil unrest, you have to allow people to enjoy themselves. If they're unhappy, they're quarantined, they can't get their vices, they're going to become much more agitated and angry. At least these things soften the blow. That's just to maintain on like governing a kingdom or whatever. But anyway, so cannabis being essential business is huge news during this corona time and will continue to be essential business no matter what the issue will be. All right, so moving on to a different state, we have Nevada. Nevada closes dispens dispensary forefronts, but get this, they maintain cannabis delivery. Now, cannabis deliveries wasn't a sector that made the most dividends when it came at the end of the quarter. We looked at dispensaries and what their sales were, and they generally did well. That's why we're seeing a boom in dispensaries and so many big companies getting fundings to not only grow cannabis, but to have dispensaries at the same time. So deliveries is something that was always losing the fight towards a black market because chances are, why would you go ahead and build a new relationship with a new cannabis quote unquote dealer, except one that has a logo and wears a colored uh, screen printed T-shirt? You know what I'm saying? And instead of you go to somebody who you've probably been buying cannabis from for years, you have that relationship with and you continue to buy from them anytime you need anything because they always got that fire. So with that being said. Cannabis delivery wasn't really a booming industry. It's something that was existing in the industry. It wasn't really taking off. It didn't really see much growth and much fortune. However, the coronavirus hit at a time that allowed these legal cannabis deliveries to take off, right? Generally, the people who got cannabis deliveries as a market in the sector, a market in the sector, no, as a portion of the market or niche in the market, were the users who love to get their cannabis not from you know, their dealer, but from a trusted, regulated cannabis, legal cannabis dispensary, and maybe they wanted the convenience of having their cannabis be delivered, like most people, right? And so now that people cannot go outside, they're quarantined, we're seeing a huge boom. We're seeing businesses take off. They're literally going on Instagram pages, messaging sites like, or pages like the Blacklist XYZ, and saying, hey, can you share this on your story that we're a cannabis delivery here in this county? Because as you know, many people may know where the dispensary is in their county to get weed, but they don't know what the delivery services are. Because we cannot advertise in this space as easily. We can, but not as easily, right? The person has to go to the airport and tell people that that cannabis is now allowed on planes and then put their brand next to it, not tell you this that loud. <laughs> you know, can you imagine weed uh, commercials in the future? You know they're going to be online weed commercials, right? Not TV ones, right? All the ones, all the weed commercials we see were like for TV, like some uh, prescription drug. But no, we're going to see weed advertisements online. It's like a two second video. You know what I'm saying? When somebody looks at a brand and goes, this that loud. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. So, yes, Nevada has seen a jump in their delivery 
market as well. New York, I be, not New York as well. Yeah, medical marijuana, New York, California, San Francisco, all of them are seeing booms in delivery. All right, next we have Ohio dispensaries deemed essential also. Not just New York or California, Nevada, but also Ohio. All right, and so that being said, I wonder if this... I skipped over a topic I wanted to talk about. I wondered if deliveries can maintain this level of business. You know, maybe now that this crisis caused you caused your business to be found by a whole group of people that probably would have never searched for you because they had the ability to drive and stop by the dispensary by their house or whatever. They can now have you in the back of their mind. They can now have you on their phone if you're on an app and say, you know what, if I'm going to get my weed delivered, I'm going to contact this company and they're going to take care of you. I just hope that it does maintain. Reason why I say that is a lot of the cannabis industry is starting to consolidate. So a lot of the money is going, a lot of the private firms are now joining up together in order to become even much more valuable and much more stronger of a business entity in the cannabis space. Therefore, small businesses aren't really faring faring well against these large money businesses. Of course, cannabis is an industry where we're going to talk about this more because if you, if you realize the culture is always to be, you know, a bit so against the government, right? If you love something that the government deems illegal, chances are you're going to have a mindset that's against the government. What, what they do does not mean they're right. They're probably greedy. You're much more aware and conscious of you know what's going on in the world that isn't fair and right right we have to go over them now and so with that being said to see that with that being said that's why we root for these small businesses to persist because we don't want the same entities that cause us to be illegal in the first place go ahead and put their money into this industry and make money off us right off what an industry that we built but the truth is, it may not maintain, you know, because a lot of cannabis firms are seeing a decline in business shortly after the boom. So every cannabis company was booming when Corona hit. Why? Everybody and their mother and their auntie ran to the dispensary to make sure they got their last bag of weed to hold them out through the coronavirus. And chances are, because they're quarantined, they probably already ran through their stash and they're going back and back. If you're on quarantine, what else are you doing other than watching Netflix and having a, pre, a few pre-joints rolled? Unless you're that type of person who wants to roll before you smoke, I get it. It's cool. Or get your bong, dab, X, Y, Z ready. So you're going to have what you want ready because you're stuck at home bored not being able to do what you love or go see who you love. Nah, probably not. If you love them, you probably live with them. But you get what I'm saying. You can't see your friends. You can't see your associates. You can't go out there and watch a movie. You can't do any of these things. You miss your restaurant. You know what I'm saying? For some of you men are out there having to deal with your wife's cooking for the first time. You know what I'm saying? If she's not one of the talented ones, you're like, you know what? You have a good personality. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I was so off topic. But you guys get what I'm saying is that this experience of being quarantined at home, probably arguing more, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing, being bored, you're going to fill your boredom with smoking weed. It's like being 17 again, not being able to drive, not having your permit. You feel me? Not having, you know, much things to do. You're going to be smoking a lot more weed than you should be. And so I just very i'm very concerned with the cannabis industry after this corona thing fades away because the economy falling doesn't just affect our industry it affects the people who are in it and how they react to it as well can these business owners maintain now that their you know rent and whatnot has been held for so long will we see more bankruptcies you know what exactly will occur you know what i'm saying but anyway, another news, we have Alberta police seized more than 100 illegal cannabis websites. It looked like in Canada, 
good old Canada, maple syrups and red leaves, they decided to uh, legalize cannabis. Woohoo! Issue is the bootleg man always wins. I tell you guys, the bootleg man always wins. All right. If you're if you're a minority listening to the podcast, you've been to barber shops, you know what I'm saying? The bootleg man always figures out a way to bootleg some movies and sell it for the cheap. Sneakers, anything. Anything bootleg man can get, he will get. So that being said, the bootleg man went into the websites, the interwebs, and made their own illegal cannabis dispensaries online where users can literally go on the website, view images of the strain, much like they're on an e-commerce Shopify website, and they're going to go ahead and buy that flower from an illegal source. And they're not happy with it because that means the government is losing out on taxes. That means legal businesses who are paying these funds to be legal. You know the funds you got to pay, the inspector. You got to pay these fees, the county fees, the country fees. You got to pay these extra taxes. You got to pay all these other things to be a legal business, especially in cannabis. After jumping through those hoops, you're not going to want to see some freebie go over there and steal your business. You're going to complain, you're going to snitch, and that's how it works. It's sad, but it was inevitable. But it looks like they went ahead and got ahead of the situation, took a hundred websites. So granted, if those hundred websites are gone that they got their cannabis from, they're either going to go to their traditional weed man that they know or take their chances with the government weed here. And as you saw on the post on Hemp International, what happened? If you go on our page right now, scroll a little bit, you're going to see a, pay, a, profile, a profile, a picture that mentions that legal sales are down because the cannabis they sell are trash. And even in the comments, you have people agree with me saying, yeah, they don't sell the best weed available. Their weed is often okay at best. Right. And I, like I said, two episodes ago, you cannot grow great weed if you grow if you're growing for the masses. Right. Just like you go to a lunch, a lunch or cafeteria, the food isn't as good as a home cooked meal or homemade with love. Only a few, a few plates. Next up on the list, we have Washington to allow curbside service at cannabis dispensaries. So they're not shutting down because they're essential. People are probably not going to go to the dispensary as they used to, especially after stocking up during those first, first few days. And so they're electing to drive up to the shops, order their products, and then have somebody drop it at the window. Of course, you're going to have bags, bags. They're going to have masks. They're going to have uh, gloves on in order to protect both themselves and the user picking up cannabis. So it makes total sense why the business dropped off. If your business boomed because people are trying to stock up during a quarantine, they're not planning to leave their house. So they bought all the weed they wanted from you, and now they're not buying it all because they have the weed they need. They mean to run. So that being said, like I said, Corona is going to hit a lot of cannabis businesses. With that being said, is the worst transition I believe I have on this show. I just realized I say what I say that all the time with that, with that, with that have been said. Anyway, continuing on a little self-reflection in the middle of this. That cannabis be working, boy. Adult use cannabis sales plunge briefly after hitting the new heights on the coronavirus concerns. Already mentioned that. And last but not least, our last story of the day. Online marijuana giant Leafly lays off 91 staffers. One of the per premier names in online cannabis information, Seattle-based Leafly said Monday that is further cutting its workforce as a part of a response to the corona outbreak. Tis, 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 sad, sad, sad. Today, Leafly estimated the roles of 91 employees across the company, 39% of our workforce gone. They don't have that many people at Leafly. Anyway, with that being said, it's really, it's really, wow, there he goes again. Leafly is not immune to what's happening in our economy around the world. It looks like we're going to have millions. The number is estimated at 20 million Americans who could possibly be laid off or filed for unemployment. We're going to officially know that number come Thursday of this week. 
when this podcast gets released, that's two days from now. And you can go ahead and check online to see how many people lost their jobs if you're listening to this at a later date. With that being said, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to name this with that being said, Corona app, <laughs> coronavirus update. But uh, honestly, honestly, it's really a scary thing here. Um, what unemployment comes and layoffs comes because some people are laid off temporarily because their job can't be open, right? They need interaction of people. They're not named an essential business. So a lot of these people are not making paychecks. And if the thousand dollars that is promised to Americans doesn't amount towards the help that it's going to be, we're going to be seeing quite the economic downturn and probably won't recover or she signs a recovery until 2021 Q4 or 2022. Um, so that urges you any, when you, when you guys go back to work, make sure you're very precise with your money because it's going to be something to be worried about in the future. Always keep a safety net. Are you, if you, even if you work at a cannabis dispensary, don't be surprised if they take less people because granted there's a shutdown. People are not going out to buy cannabis as much as they used to. Right. They may not want to buy at those prices. The prices may be too expensive. The quality just isn't there. And so they'll just live, live with our cannabis for a bit. I'm sure the heavy users of cannabis are probably going to return, you know, fast. You know, they're not, they're going to keep on buying their weed. But either way, just take your job. If you're working right now, please take that. Don't take that for granted. A lot of people are not. Uh, if you work in the healthcare industry, you are at a health, you are at a health risk working with these patients. Please be safe. First, I want to clap it up for you guys because you guys are out there saving lives. You guys are out there changing lives, and you're really, you know, putting a a positive impact into this crisis that we're occurring and i wish you of all people please stay safe take care of yourself if you don't have ppe get creative you know what i'm saying buy nitrile gloves yourself go ahead and make shift some type of multi-layered masks for yourself go ahead and buy some of these things online i'm sure a lot more people are selling masks now because they're in higher in demand right that's just how business works so you can find masks now online because i believe china is back to work in the factories so yeah Pay some respects to your local uh, health worker, man, because they're really they're really going through this thing. They're a part of the success. They're going to their hard work is going to determine how early this thing stops. Right. Because they're going ahead and now they're saving lives or they're treating people with it and or they're testing individuals so that they can go ahead and find out who has and who doesn't. And the person who found out they have the disease can take the right measures to protect themselves. And those who do not have the disease can live in peace, knowing that the tickle in the back of the throat was just a kernel from popcorn they ate a couple days ago. Anyway, folks, this has been another episode of Cannabis News. Now, of course, there's not much cannabis news, but listen, folks, cannabis news isn't something that's going to take off when coronavirus is in the air. You have to understand, man, this is historical times. And yes, cannabis news is interesting, but my life is much more important or your life is much more important than anything that may come out. So maintain positivity. All right. Make sure you FaceTime the people you need to FaceTime so that you can understand, so that you can have some type of social interaction. All right, you're not going to get depressed. You, you can talk to your loved ones more. Talk on the phone if you need to. Be with each other during this coronavirus. You know, if you have a friend, be a friend. All right, if you have family members, call up on them, check on them. You know, they're feeling just like you are. You know, do the right thing. And if you can, go out and learn something. That website, again, is classcentral.com. 
There's nothing wrong with going back to school, especially a free course that can help you in life in some way. Maybe open up new job opportunities and maybe even increase your skills. Because in a time like this, when people get laid off, the people that's going to get hired again are those with the best resume. And if you got all these certifications from free online classes in your resume, it makes you just a little bit that much better than the competition that's out there without one. Wow. Anyway, I'm looking for any more uh, cannabis news that may pop up. Not seeing much. Michigan is smoking more marijuana than any other state during the, corona par- during the coronavirus pandemic. Chances are because they're near to Canada, which has more, that has legalization of weed, so they're going to smoke way more of it. Uh, oh, there, there's a protest that uh, Masha, wow, Massa, can't, Massa, Massa, Massachusetts. <laughs> I don't know what is going on with me right now. I think. Strong. Anyway, Massachusetts marijuana leaders protest Baker's order to stop recreational sales during stay-at-home advisory. So you know how medical marijuana places are being able to stay open because they're essential. Well, Massachusetts wants to allow medical marijuana shops to be open, but disallow recreational stops from being open. And therefore, those people are upset because they're saying, I'm not a medical patient, but I need my cannabis. You know, maybe I'm not a medical patient because recreational is available. Why well, go through the hoops to become a medical patient when, to be honest with you, all I need is my cannabis here, you know? Anyway, another study comes out, says that edibles may be healthier, or opinion, I should say, edibles may be healthier than smoking during the during. Oh, Jesus. Edibles may be better than smoking cannabis during the pandemic, for the simple purpose of being not a negative impact to your lungs. Anyway, I don't think I have any more much for you guys. Please stay safe. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Maybe you laugh. You put a smile on your face at least. Maybe you learned a few things. And maybe I just gave you some distraction during this boredom, boredom, boredom-filled time that we're in during this quarantine. So as always, folks, hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at National. Uh, subscribe to our podcast, High TV's Cannabis News Now on Apple Music, on Google Play. Follow us on Shopify. Rate us five stars if you can, if you enjoyed the episode at all. If you got a smile on your face, put five stars in the episode. I really appreciate it. And as always, share this with a friend. You know, a lot of people out there maybe love cannabis, love to stay informed, and maybe like to smile a little bit or enjoy the news in a more lighthearted and less serious I am a news anchor fashion, then go ahead and recommend our podcast to your friends and family who's bored right now in a quarantine and maybe cannabis news can, you know, help their time because they love cannabis just like you do. Anyway, y'all love y'all for coming through. Love y'all for listening. You guys are consistent. Even when I'm not consistent, you guys are. And that makes you the MVP. That's why I'm giving you guys episodes without advertisements because my goal is not to make money off y'all. My goal is to go ahead and spread this information and maybe create conversations amongst your circle and maybe my circle and your circle can maybe conjoin in some way, right? It's all about providing the cannabis community with info, having them informed, and also connecting with others in the cannabis community as well. So if you enjoyed the episode, again, subscribe, follow, rate five stars. I'll catch you next time. Stay tuned. Stay high, folks. High TV.